Welcome to the Linsanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Linsanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get into the podcast, I just want to give a shout out uh, to, you know, you, the listeners, uh, we want yeah, we want the feedback. We want the rate, review, and subscribe uh, from everyone uh, that listens to this podcast or come across all running of podcast network platforms. Uh, please uh, do not be afraid to to give us a five star. Uh, we will appreciate the the feedback in whatever way you give us. Uh, so, yeah, uh, well, well, we got that going on. And then you know, in terms of podcasts, uh, Bryce and Zach just recently. Uh, released a, an episode of Circle City Cinema. Back, Alex baby. and uh, JD are continuing to uh, put out some NBA content. Uh, rumor has it that one of us uh, is going to be on Power Hour again uh, this week. Uh, but we can, let you, we can let Please you figure out who uh, that might be. Please don't uh, but, be but anyhow, uh, we're just going to make this one uh, quick and easy for you guys. Not too much to uh, go in, in, into detail on. Uh, we'll talk about the finals. We'll talk about uh, the AFC East. We'll talk about the NFC East, two divisions that have a lot of uh, a lot of intrigue. Eagles decided to make some moves. Uh, Dallas uh, made some trades, maybe good, maybe bad. Uh, AFC East uh, bills got loaded, and we'll talk about uh, all of those teams and and more in this pod. So, uh, Bryce, it's a privilege to be able to to have you back on, man. Um, you know, I think it'll be good just to be able to talk these first couple of games, give some just kind of some wrap up, and then uh, to discuss these two divisions. Yes, and don't don't even act like I'm sweating. Yeah, like I'm sweating the Boston Celtics because I'm not scared. I'm not scared at all. So don't even start with me. So why, are you not? why are you not though? Don't. Why are you not scared? Why are you one to one series back to Boston? Oh my goodness! Don't e- don't even with this. No, it's okay? a question. It's don't a question. even with this. Let, let me let me tell you something. Okay? okay. Okay. Al Horford. Oh, the great savior of Game One. Hit all those threes. Okay. Let's go look at Game Two, shall we? Two. Points. Yeah, let, yeah. Let's go look two at Game points. Two. <laughs> two points for the Almighty Al Horford that has saved their butts in Game One. That that sparked the three-point barrage in the fourth quarter of game one that led the Boston Celtics to a dub on the road. Oh, miss me, please. I Exactly what Draymond said. Oh, they shot that well from three. Uh, we'll be fine. How? Look, you, you're underestimating a couple things. You're um, underestimating sure. the fact that Boston will not have this, this bad of performances from Horford, Smart, et cetera, in the sense of, they only made one field goal attempt in game two. They're going to make more shots than one shot, Bryce. They're going to make more than they're going to, they're going to be able to do that. And if you're the Warriors, like, look, I mean, I, I think you got to recognize what your rotation is. Your rotation uh, needs to, needs to adjust. There's certain guys that need to be playing more in this series. There's certain guys that need to be playing less in this series. If the if it push if the if it pushes down and you know exactly who I'm referencing and you know exactly who I think should be playing more because the fact is you have to sit there and think about okay what is more realistic right now with the Warriors what are they really going to do right now and Bryce you know this is in 2017 this is 20 we're in 2022 and 
Some of these guys are not playing their best. They're, they're not playing their best. And some of these guys that are back on this team to impact them and help them win this series. If you are hating on my boy, Clay Thompson. Am I hating on Clay Thompson? And that, that is that no, what you're referring he's to? Oh right my God. Right you really think he's, he's going to go four right of now. 19, one from eight from no, three I don't again? Think he's going to go. Okay. That okay. Bad. He's going to okay. be that bad. Andrew Wiggins isn't going to be four of 12 again. Okay. Fair. I'm, uh, Wiggins, fair. If, if Wiggins and Clay Thompson average their normals, what's their they normal? average their normals, they win this game by maybe 30 or 40. No. What's the normal? Yes. Well, Andrew Wiggins been he's been averaging like around fifteen to seventeen points Did this you playoffs. He will get fifteen to seventeen points every game for the rest yeah. of the series. I think he's perfectly capable. Clay Thompson, what's his Thompson. what's his normal? I think I think for this playoffs, I think it's around the fifteen to seventeen mark as well, or maybe twenty. I think it might be twenty. It needs to be twenty. I think it is twenty. Because I think we talked about this again when you were if hating on Clay Thompson points, again. If he gets twenty, if he gets twenty points in most of their games, they will most likely win. Yeah, yeah. And but and at they, this point, isn't this a bonus? Then isn't this a bonus that they won and he didn't score twenty? I think they got away with a lot of great games from players that you know. Don't say that didn't that don't play, normally show up. Jordan Poole shows up every game. Jordan Poole, Jordan da- Poole dang near every Jordan game. Poole has to be, Jordan Poole's got to be really good for them to win the championship. He can't be. I don't think he, he needs to be, be really his good. Last, his, last, his last four games before game two, nine points. 16 points against Dallas, 14 points against Dallas, 10 points against Dallas. He has to be able to go. 16 to 20 in order for them to beat Boston. If they go, I think, worse than I that, think it's capable though. If they go worse than that. Okay. But you two of the three have to be able to score 16 to 19 points a game in order for them to win this finals. And mm. do you feel like that they are good enough to do that? Absolutely. Absolutely. They're absolutely. They're good enough to do that. I'm not concerned. I'm just not concerned again. Like Tatum Tatum had an awful game too. Yeah. Or no, he didn't have an awful game too. I think it was game, game one. He had one. an awful game, game one, one yeah. and they won. Yeah. Right. But, but that's my thing. I feel like Tatum and, and Jalen Brown, they're just too up and down for me where I, I don't know what I'm going to get. Tatum was minus 36 in game two and he scored 28 points. And had six yeah. rebounds and three assists. That is god awful. Yeah, I think that I think that set the record or like tied a record for worst in playoff his, history. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, not great. Not great. I mean, you have not to, great. I, I mean, look, I'm not saying that Boston's playing insanely well. They they have their own issues, but you know the fact that this series is coming back home and the fact that they did not take advantage. The Warriors did not take advantage of game one, I think, should make some fans concerned. I think they should have been able to come out of it with game one, but I think they had no energy and no ammo. And I, to be honest with you, I don't understand that. I don't understand that uh, from a uh, from a team that I believe has championship mentality, which is which I don't say that very much about because I don't I don't like phrasing that 
but I believe the Warriors have championship mentality and game one is yep. a championship mentality performance. I don't think you can disagree with me on that. Sure. No, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Game two, not so much. Game two, not so much. I look what I, I guess for what's the, what are we going to see? Like, what, what do you think the average, the, the typical, what we should expect from the Warriors is? Because I don't think Boston's going to play as bad as they did in game two again. Mm. But then at the same time, I don't think the Warriors will have as bad of games from, like you said, Clay and Wiggins like they did in game one. Yeah, I mean. Or game two, pardon. I mean, I think the Warriors, they just have to play their normal basketball, right? It's it's lots of movement. It's misdirection. It's play through Draymond Green and Steph Curry, right? And, And, you know, Jordan Poole off the bench come in. And, you know, make things happen off the bench and, and, you know, just school that Boston bench squad that they put out there. I think that's it. Um, I don't know that they really need to do much else other than just be themselves. I don't think there's anything special that they need to do. I mean, they have the squad to do it. They just need to go out and execute and they got to knock down shots. Clay Thompson has to knock down shots. It's, it's as simple as that. Steph Curry's going to do what he does. Shots. Can you I think he, I, no, I think he's getting good shots. He's just not making them. There are a couple where you're like, all right, now he's just starting to force it just to try to feel something. And, and, and that's not good. But I, I'm not, I'm not terribly concerned with the shot selection. I think he's getting good shots. He's just not making them. What do you think if you had to guess the Warriors rotation for the series, mm-hmm. what do you think it's going to be? So I think it's the normal five, Green, Wiggins, Looney, Curry, Thompson. Poole, yep. first one off the bench. I think now that Gary Payton is back, I think they need him on defense off the bench. So I think he's in it. I think Porter, I think Otto Porter is another guy that comes off. I, he's, kind of a, he's kind of like the, an offensive catalyst, right? He's a swing he's, piece. Right, yeah. yeah. He can pretty much, he, he's a good passer, and he can knock down a timely three. And then I think you just sprinkle in guys. Um, I think those are the eight that you should probably go with. Um, like, like Steph Curry said after game one, right? Like it, essentially what he says is I can rest all off season, basically play, like pleading with Steve Curry to play him more minutes. Steph Curry played 32 in game two. I still think that's too low. I, I don't know how you feel about that. Wow. Well, I think that's too low. I think you play him 40? A dang near. Maybe, maybe 35, 36. And what, I mean, he's and, got a good point. I yeah. mean, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, he's he's also got to prove a point to yeah. to the league, to fans of the league, right? Okay, I can do this. You guys just give me give me the right opportunities. I don't, I don't think I I mean. I guess you could put Jordan Poole out there to take up his minutes, but Jordan Poole is not Steph Curry. No. Jordan Poole is a good player. Yeah. But Steph Curry changes the dynamic of the game. You have to guard him differently. You have to play him differently. Yeah. And the offense is much better because the defense is playing differently. Mm. I mean, as you can see, like, yes, Boston plays good defense, but honestly, with a guy like Stephen Curry, right, with some of the best in the league, just because you play good defense – doesn't mean right. anything when you get here. Right. Because sometimes just better offense just beats you. 
And Golden State's offense is, is a mammoth, right? With all their movement, their screens, their pick and roll action, right? It's their defense almost doesn't matter. In some cases, it does for Boston, yeah. but sometimes it ju- it just doesn't, right? I think Golden State's put up they put up 108 in Game One and 107 in Game Two. So I mean, they're scoring over 100 points consistently against one of the better defensive teams in the league. That that also contains the defensive player of the year. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. it really, I, I don't know. I mean, it really comes down to Tatum and Brown, how they're going to perform. Do you I mean, what, what do you, th- what do you, what do you need out of the Celtics for them to, to continue their momentum though? Well, I, I think that the, the key for me is, you know, obviously the smart and Horford combination has to be better than what they were in game two. Um, I would argue, Bryce, they have to combine for 35 points. That's in, a lot. The, I know it is. I know it's a lot. That's a lot. But I, but I would argue if you could get like 13 and like if you could get like 15 points, 13 points, or you could get like, you know, fine. You got to be able to get a couple more guys in that double digit scoring range. Well, who? I think, I think, and I think for me, that's, that's Horford and smart. If you could get those guys in the double digit scoring range, you keep getting the play you're getting from Derek white, which seems real. If you're getting mm-hmm. that type of play from Derek white. And my guess is Pritchard will be better than two for seven and zero from three. Maybe at home at home. At home. Okay. I, 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 think, right. I think they, and, and I do, I think Grant Williams might be a little bit bigger of a factor because, you know, I, I thought he was really taken out of this game early um, just because it just wasn't his night. So I, I personally believe, you know, you're going to have to get a couple more double digit scoring and, you know, and, and I think, you know, white's been giving them a lot. I like what white's been giving them. If he, if that's sustainable, I think that's a good thing. Okay. So let me, so, so give me your prediction for game three. It is just tipped off where it's very, it's, I mean, literally just tipped off. So we, we don't, we're not too far into this. Yeah. Who you got tonight? My gut instinct said Boston. That's my gut instinct. My, my instinct is that as well. What seals the deal for me is this interesting stat. Mm-hmm. The Celtics are 12 and 0 when Scott Foster referees playoff games for them. So therefore, therefore, I will go with the Boston Celtics because Scott Foster is the great equalizer. Caleb Lynn, he is the great equalizer. Well, he, 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 he's, yeah, that's a, that's a fair stat. And, you know, if you want to make that statement, I mean, by all I absolutely will make that statement because we believe in the conspiracy theories here on the running hook podcast we, we do, network. We, do believe it. we love a good conspiracy. And this is a fair one. I mean, shoot, the track record's there. So um, we'll see, you know, it'll be a good series to watch. Uh, keep your kind at the, running hook will provide um moving on uh just want to talk these two divisions afc east nfc east 
Um, let's start with the NFC East. It's the division that always has a lot of good drama for us every year. Oh, yes. Uh, let's let's start off with the uh, the New York football giants. Oh, Lordy. Football giants. Oh, Lordy. Uh, we'll have a new head coach this season in Brian Dayball, uh, who has already noted that Saquon Barkley looks incredible uh, in the offseason and could be a real force for the Giants. Uh, the Giants drafted Evan Neal and Kayvon Thibodeau argued a very good draft uh, from the Giants. That That's something yeah. that's hard to yeah. say, but that, that's a really good draft. Uh, this is a decided to pick up the option of Dan Jones. Um, it seems as if this is definitely one of those years where it's like you the New York football giants are a real like do you what do you see from this Giants team? Do you think they will improve much from the last couple of years? I am very hesitant to say that um, because of the quarterback situation. Uh, they cannot keep wide receivers healthy for the life of them. Um, I think I think Brian Dable is, is a good guy to bring in for uh, offensively speaking. Um, but I think they have they have a lot of losses on this team as a whole. Um, I don't say what you I, look. I I didn't like them either. Evan Ingram. They lose Evan Ingram this year. They're going with Ricky Seals Jones at tight end. You hate Evan Ingram. I I'm not a big Ingram guy. But then they just decide to cut, <laughs> cut James Bradbury. You cut him. Yeah, I don't get that. You I, cut yeah. him. Yeah, I don't get Your that. best corner. And now they're stuck with Adoree Jackson and Cordell Flott at corner. Caleb, that is Caleb. Rough. This and is, I'm yawning because I just, I know what, I know is, what that secondary is going to be like. I just this know is it. just not good. I mean, you lose Logan Ryan out of your secondary as well. Like all your depth's gone. Right. Like I, I like their front. I like their front, you know, with Ward, Lawrence, Williams, and Thibodeau. I do too. That linebacking core is horrid. And that secondary is horrid. You no it's no, so no, no, no 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 you you made fun of me you made fun of me it was somebody on this network and I thought it was you who said that Blake Martinez was a really good linebacker. I thought Blake, okay I said Blake, I, I he's I, older I, though and he gets hurt. I'm not a Martinez. I've never been a Martinez guy. I do think Ojalari. <laughs> I, I do think Ojalari could have a really nice year too though, and I think that might make a difference for the linebackers of the Giants. Well, Caleb, let me just tell you, um, we're going to see the Daniel Jones swan song this year before he moves to career backup. Um, I, I Even with the upgrades on the offensive line, you know, and there's still question marks about Andrew Thomas, of course, but they got Mark Glowinski from the Colts, who I think is a solid pickup. Uh, Evan Neal, good draft pick. The right side, I think, is solidified. I, I like their center, too. Feliciano is yeah. great. Yeah. And they got Max Garcia behind him as well. But like that left side is a big question mark to me. Um, I think the Giants, they're going to get a couple like big wins where you're like, oh, dude, the Giants won. Wow. But nothing that's going, you're not going to tell me they're going to compete for the division. Sorry. You want to play this game? You want to play a game I have? Oh, Lord. All right. Here we go. Over, under. Um, Week six, <laughs> but when we see Davis Webb 
<laughs> rise up as a quarterback one for the Giants. Come on, you're just skipping over Tyrod Taylor like that. No, 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 no. I think what's eventually going to happen is Daniel Jones <laughs> is going to play for like three or four games, and then the Giants are going to sit there, and then they're going to go, well, we got to do something else. We're going to go get Tyrod Taylor. We're going to start Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor's going to play. He's going to be good, but he's going to get Taylor's hurt. Taylor's a playoff quarterback. Yeah, I know. I know. He's good. Oh, he's, he's going to get, get hurt. hurt. He's going to uh, get hurt. He's yeah. Have, he's going to get hurt. And then Davis Webb is going to start. <sighs> Over under week six that this happens. Under means I'm, shorter than six weeks. Over means more than six weeks. I'm going to go over on this oh, one. I'm going to go over on this one. He's going think, over. I think it's going to be like the season's lost by like week, like maybe 10. And then they go to it just to see if something happens. So I'm, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with over. Here's another question. Yeah. Over under. When is your guy? When is your guy? Colin Johnson. When is Colin <laughs> Johnson going to start uh, with the New York Giants? Uh, because Johnson. everybody knows that they're going to get hurt at receiver. Everyone knows it. There's well, so Colin many guys Johnson, in front of him, though. There are, but it's the Giants. <laughs> and, you know, I like, I, I, I honestly think if they're smart, they may, if, if like Galladay gets hurt again, he may not start anymore because Wandale Robinson could just erupt. And then all of a sudden you have Shepard, Tony and Robinson. And then that could just be a horrible contract. The the Giants, the Giants to me seem injury riddled. I feel like we will see a very injured and depleted Giants team. Colin Johnson. I don't wish that, but I'm just saying, I think it's, I just, I feel like that's there. That's it. That's vision. It is certainly possible. It is certainly possible. I don't wish that. Like, I really like Sterling Shepard as a player. And he was doing extremely well last season before he had the injuries. Yeah. Um, that's really disappointing. Uh, Kadarius Tony. I mean, there were talks of them shopping Tony. I, you, you don't like that, I'm assuming. Not when you just drafted him a year ago with your first round pick. Then it makes you look like even more schmucks over there than you already are. Yeah. It's just with this wideout core, I mean, you're just like, how can you fail? And yeah, I mean, it's injuries and then just having a bad quarterback like Daniel Jones. So yeah, I I, I think Barkley might have a better year, though. Yeah, I think so. If his if his if his line blocks for him. Yeah, you're. I know you're concerned about the left side. I think the right side will be strong. Uh, I'm not. I I think Thomas is going to have a bounce back year. I trust Dable. I think he's. I think he might be able to to make some improvements. Uh, but really, the entire thing is whether Daniel Jones is the starting quarterback. I feel like that's kind of the summary of their entire season. Absolutely. Next up, uh, the Washington football team. Uh, the Washington football team this season. Uh, you know, is <laughs> you're, going, is, you're is excited going, for this. Is going into such a uh, strength. Such a confusing offseason for so many different reasons <laughs> when you look at trades and what Jack Del Rio said today. Oh, boy. Um, it just the list kind of it just doesn't feel like Washington can get out of the headlines. It just doesn't feel like they are able to um, operate as a football team. Like, to be honest with you, it just seems like there's always drama going like something like going on that just flat out shouldn't be happening. It it shouldn't have to get to the points that it's getting. And when I look at 
this Washington team, Bryce, um, I look at one thing. <laughs> and I look at one thing and one thing only because I can guarantee you they're not making the playoffs as long as Carson Wentz is their starting quarterback. I, I don't know how much time I have to advocate to this, but I but everybody knows I don't think he's a starting quarterback. Somehow the Indianapolis Colts got off of Carson Wentz, and I don't understand it. I won't be able to understand it. I, 30 years from now, I won't understand it. They, they basically they, they traded this guy, and Washington now has to deal with it. Washington, Terry McLaurin, unfortunately, this is the best NFL quarterback he has ever played with. A complete tragedy for his talent. And they've decided for some stupid reason to go out and continue to draft running backs when you yeah. have a franchise it's level so starting running back. Oh, it makes so, me angry. So let's just, let's just start with the offense because they oh. also decided we're going to draft John Dotson, when personally, Bryce, I think it wouldn't have hurt them to go get an offensive lineman. But no, they sit there and draft a skill position player thinking Carson Wentz is actually going to get him the football. <laughs> what is going on in Washington? Uh, I don't know. I, and this is what upsets me. I am a big Antonio Gibson stan. I hate when J.D. McKissick is in the ball game because I think it's bull crap. I, Antonio Gibson played wide receiver in college. He can definitely do handle those passing downs, no problem. And then you draft Brian Robinson out of Alabama, who is fine. He's a fine player. He started for like one season. Right. Okay. And then Rivera thinks he's got the best one. He, apparently, he's under the impression he's got the best one-two punch in all of football, which is an absolute joke. Brian Robinson is a third-string running back right now. Run Antonio Gibson into the freaking ground, folks. Okay, he He can handle it. He ran for a thousand yards and he missed time and he missed carry. He missed touches because of J.D. McKissick. Don't give me this nonsense, man. And the fact that you think Carson Wentz. Oh, oh, no. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I want to thank the Washington commanders for taking Carson Wentz off our hands and his almost basically his entire contract. Thank you very much for that enjoy being at the bottom of the division i can't wait for terry mclaurin to become a colt that's going to be a fantastic thing when you you bungle his his contract terry mclaurin and and paris campbell the best duo in all of sports baby the best bring uh, compare them to to harrison wayne and stokely baby oh yeah we're gonna have our alec pierce's stokely we're going to have Marvin Harrison is our Terry McLaurin and Paris Campbell's our Reggie Wayne, baby. No, it's happening. Horrible. It's happening. It's happening, it's happening Caleb. Yes. Yes. You can envision it now. You can see it. It's in bright lights. They're on the front of the, they're on the front of the season tickets. Their posters are outside of Lucas Oil Stadium. You love to see it, Caleb Lynn. You absolutely love to see it. That is not going to happen. That is absolutely you happening. You just compared a guy who's hardly it's been able to play half a season to a Hall of Fame wide receiver. It's happening. It's an absolute tragedy. It's happening. But when it comes to the, the Washington football team, I, I honestly really, like, I don't get the draft pick, but if Dotson can be a threat for the football team, then 
I think he can really open up their offense and and give them that second look, that second option, make Curtis Samuel more of a gadget guy. So honestly, I think his development is worth keeping an eye on for Washington in terms of oh, how yeah. they construct their entire offense. Uh, Logan Thomas, I, I really am not a huge I like Thomas him. Guy, I like, but but I think he's but I think he, he's I think he's a maybe a fringe fringe top fringe top ten uh, top twelve to fourteen tight end. Uh, if if he can if if he can find a connection with Carson who in all seriousness has done pretty well with getting tight ends to football, then that might be something that ignites Washington. Uh, Charles Leno, the offensive lineman uh, from Chicago, uh, they picked him up uh, two seasons ago, Bryce. I know you wanted him on Indy. Uh, he's did. a solid left tackle. Dorwell's a solid left guard. Well, no uh, more Scherf. No no more Scherf, but I, I do think that they have a decent plan in place. I'm not terribly I, concerned. I agree. West Feitzer and Sam Cosme and Trey Turner just to hold it, hold it for a bit. If something happens, uh, I don't hate it. Uh, I think their defense is very good. I think Jamin Davis has to step up in year two. I think that they really have focused this. This was a team that really invested into this defense significantly through cash and draft investment. And I think they have to be a top 10 defense in order to make this work, Bryce. They need a top 10 defense. They're not going to win unless they are a top 10 defense because we can absolutely know for sure that Carson Wentz does not win you football games. He just keeps you in them. And the football team defensively with Chase Young, Deron Payne, and Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat provide a defensive line that's arguably the best in their division. They have to figure out a way to ignite this team. Have to. I, 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 I personally, I'm leaning third place finish. Uh, yeah. I'm leaning third place finish in the Giants fourth place, unless you have any thoughts. No, no, I'm, I'm solid on that. All right, next up, let's go to America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. The <laughs> Dallas Cowboys this offseason uh, with Jerry Jones decided to uh, uh, Amari Cooper, who has great chemistry and rapport with Dak Prescott uh, for basically nothing. And they went out and thought that James Washington could give them some filler. So they went out, signed him to be their slot receiver. I like and James Washington. I, I, not over Amari Cooper. And they have wow. a team that, you know, from an offensive line standpoint, you let go of Lyle Collins. You're hoping that Tyler, you're hoping that Tyler Smith, that left guard, gives you some Such protection. You have Terrence Steele as your right tackle oh now. You your defense, your defense. If you look at the defense, Bryce, I mean, they got Lamarcus, they got Demarcus Lawrence, but they let go of Randy Gregory. They let go of Randy Gregory because there was some. Just, just suspicious little term that they would refuse to to move off of. So, Randy Gregory, who was in his prime, is no longer on the team. You're banking on Dante Fowler to rejuvenate himself, and you're banking on Durant Armstrong uh, again. You have Leighton Van Der Esch and Micah Parsons, which obviously we know what Micah Parsons is in his uh, first season. He has a chance to get even better, mm-hmm. and they're relying. Bryce on your guy Malik Hooker to actually be a starting safety with no rotation and Trevon Diggs, Kelvin Joseph, and Anthony Brown to give you something in the secondary. Oh Jordan Lewis. Uh, Bryce, what do you think of the Dallas Cowboys this season? Uh, I mean, if anyone could put it together, it's Dan Quinn on the defense. But I mean, I feel like that secondary is really going to struggle. Like Trevon Diggs is it's fool's gold, folks. It's fool's gold. Well, do you think but, but, but he he had all the turn? No. Okay, relax. Is he going to get that many turnovers again? Absolutely not. No. And let me tell you, he led the league in being burned. And what I mean by that, he gave up the most yards and I believe the most touchdowns. So, miss me on that, please. And, I mean, Malik Hooker, Malik Hooker and J. Ron Curtis, I'm fine with. Like, 
Can they get better? Yes. I mean, losing. I do like what Curse gave you, though. Losing, losing Casey, I think, kind of hurts a little bit. Um, can't wait yeah, to see know. Vander Esch on the IR again this year. That'll be fun. Uh, at leaving that that linebacking core very, very sparse, very sparse. Because Micah Parsons, yes, he's a linebacker, but let's be honest, he's an edge rusher. Yeah, you want to move honest. him around. You want to move him around. Yeah, you want to move him around, but he's not great in pass coverage. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, he could have gotten better, absolutely, but I mean. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's bad in basketball. No, no. I mean, he's not bad, but he's not great either. You know, I, I don't know. I, I can Dante Fowler resurrect his career? More than likely not. They're they're banking on it. Unless I, I just I don't. Sam Williams in the second round. If Sam Williams would maybe you know, gets going in the second it, this early. I mean, it, to me, Bryce, I, I'm looking at one piece here that could swing this defense if he plays well. Because I agree with you, you cannot rely on Leighton Vanderish. I thought Jabril Cox showed some really nice stuff last season for Dallas. And when he was in the middle of that defense, he showed really good athleticism, range, quickness, and speed. I think if he has an opportunity, I think he might be a piece because, like you said, at this point, it's almost uh, extremely difficult to justify whether uh, Leighton Vanderish is going to stay healthy. It's just a fact. And, you know, can Diggs actually be a top five corner? I don't think he can because, like you said, he was so reliant on the interceptions. He's Mm. going to have to figure out ways to limit receivers besides not intercepting the football. When I look at the offense, I'm I'm at a point where I think if Dallas is going to win the division, Bryce, CeeDee Lamb has to be a top five receiver by by the end of this season. He has to be a dominant receiver for them by the end of this season because at this point it's very difficult to see Michael Gallup be healthy again. It's difficult to see James Washington have a legitimate impact. And oh. if Dalton Schultz, if Dalton Schultz is in a position where he doesn't want to be there or he's under contract and not interested in playing for you, then you're really relying on Lamb being healthy and good. No. Yes. I mean, so, I mean, here's the thing with that, right? I do. Do you think CD Lamb is ready to take the step? I am. I am very, I'm very skeptical. I'm very skeptical about CD Lamb because he's going to draw a lot of attention. And here's why. Is Michael Gallup going to be ready for week one? Do we know that? I, I, I don't think anybody. It, I don't think anybody should know that. I know that's my would be my argument. Right. Why? Not even Dallas. I don't think Dallas. And, and here's know my it. thing is you give a contract to a guy who just tours ACL, but you trade a, a top wide receiver and Amari Cooper. I don't I don't understand that. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, because they, they basically let, let's let's go through that deal. They so they basically decided for cap space purposes that they wanted to trade off Amari Cooper. So they traded uh, Amari Cooper to the Cleveland Browns in exchange for a 2022 fifth round pick and then swapped six round picks with one another. So ultimately, you know, it wasn't a whole lot they gave up and it wasn't a whole lot they got back. It's just such a joke, dude. It's it. And and then they had talks about maybe cutting Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, I, I this is Zach, our, our good friend of the show, Zach Griffith. He said this is a, a Mike McCarthy screw job, is what he says. It is what this sh- this but is no, shaping up to be. But don't act like don't act like though don't act like though McCarthy has made great decisions. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. But but I mean, okay, you trade you trade Amari Cooper, you cut Lyle Collins, arguably your best 
maybe your second best offensive lineman. You, you don't handle the Dalton Schultz contract. You potentially almost cut Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, I mean, you let, De, you let Keanu Neal, who was good for you last season, go. Go. You let uh, Casey go, just walk. Malik Turner. And, okay, more, more so Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson played extremely well for Cedric them, Wilson. and they let him walk. 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 <laughs> walk. And now, now, here's what I'm going to defend James Washington for a minute. I like Washington. He was underutilized in, in, in Pittsburgh, and I don't know why, because he was so reliable, and they just they would refuse to get him the ball. <laughs> I mean, look. I, just, he, I, I, don't, I think James Washington's a sleeper to watch this season. You think he could be a difference maker, like Absolutely. a potential number two option for Dallas? Absolutely. Wow. All right. I don't see that, but, I mean, I'd like, I'd like to be wrong because I think Dallas. Are you picking you know, him to win the division? Um, wow. Um, I, I won't hold this. I won't hold this on you until we do previews. <clears throat> so just instinctual. I won't hold it on you until, until yeah. we do previews. Yeah. Is, yeah. It's close though, isn't it? It's really close, but I, I have, I have my reasons. If you don't, and, and let's, let's get to those reasons because the Philadelphia Eagles are the team that we haven't talked about. Yeah. And obviously they splurged pretty much, you know, got a, a stud receiver, uh, Devontae Smith's their second guy, uh, Jordan Davis. Uh, they went out, got Nicobe Dean and, and, and have just developed Bad, Bradbury, you know, Reddick. Like Bradbury and Reddick and all these other pieces. And, and the Eagles definitely don't want to mess around this season. Um, I have two names that concern me. Two okay. names. Uh, Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni. Uh, Sirianni, Sirianni is a coach from a schematic standpoint that I think looked, he got, you know, like in basketball, you know, somebody on the low block, if you post up somebody smaller, you, you get babied. Nick Sirianni looked babied in the playoffs last year. His schemes looked like a piece of trash. He had nothing. He had nothing last season. He had nothing, absolutely nothing. And just because you get talent doesn't mean your designs work. You can have as much talent as you want, but if you can't put your guys in the position to succeed from a coaching standpoint, it doesn't matter what talent you have. I think I'm questioning. I I really, really want to see Nick Sirianni in year two. And I also think that, I mean, if Jalen, Jalen Hurts has to be significantly better. I'm talking, he has to be a top 12, maybe the top 10 quarterback to win this division. He has to, he has to be that good to me. It's not one of those things where you can just get a top 20 season from Jalen Hurts and get away with it. Bryce. I just don't buy, I don't buy that. You cannot be a top 20 team. You cannot, he cannot be a top 20 quarterback again. He has to be better than that. He has to be because they refuse to get the ball to Miles Sanders because you always know Boston Scott's ghost is all over the Eagles offense. And, you know, this is a team that I think while they will get the ball to A.J. Brown, while they will get the ball to Dallas Goddard, they, they have to figure out ways to take advantage of Devontae Smith getting guarded by number two's net. And to me, it's going to come down to Nick Sirianni doing what he was brought in to do, which is ignite the Philadelphia Eagles offense. If he does not ignite the Philadelphia Eagles offense, and Jalen Hurts is a top 20 quarterback, they are not winning this division. Jalen Hurts has to be way better than he was last season. 
It's not just going to happen because he has better receivers. He has to be better. He has to be more accurate. He has to be smarter with the ball. He has to know when to take over. He can't be afraid of the moment. And I thought that's my two big things. And I'm passionate about this because I do think he's a really you good are. quarterback. I you do think passionate. he's, I do think he's got a chance to be real. I do think he's got a chance to be really good, but I'm sick and tired of handing a guy flowers for doing Jack squad. Okay. Okay. Well, here's my thing. Okay. I do think Jalen hurts is going to be better this season. And arguably this is probably the best wide receiving core since Deshaun Jackson and Jeremy Macklin. Do you agree with yeah, that? Probably. And that was a long time ago. Very. Uh, AJ Brown's legit. Uh, the Titans are stupid uh, because the guy that they drafted is having asthma problems. Which, well, okay, let's. I'm not making fun of him for yeah, having asthma say, problems. Please, please, I'm not. I'm not making fun of him. Okay, okay, I'm just saying okay. you traded a top okay. wide receiver in the league for a guy that had asthma problems. And and you could and you could have known that. Through your medical right. history. And, and yeah. I, I like Devontae Fair. Smith. Fair. Um, I think Zach Pascal is a reliable guy that can block. Uh, we know what he's done with the Colts. Um, he was good with the Colts. You, you know, you're finally going to get off Jalen Rager. Probably he's barely going to see the field. Uh, I, I really like this offensive line. Like, it's, it's still pretty solid. Yeah, it's a little bit older, but it's pretty solid. The defense is pretty solid. Darius Slay and James Bradbury. You want to go up against that secondary? No, I don't think so. <laughs> don't, Anthony Harris, I will Anthony Harris, no. free, yeah, I will go against Marcus Epps. Sure, sure, but <laughs> like, he's just he's just floating. He's just floating out there. I get what you mean. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I yes. I so they lost Stephen Nelson, but you replaced yes. him with James Bradbury. Yes. Okay. You lose. You lose Rodney McLeod. Um, I, I think he. I think he's. He can be. He's replaceable. Replace. You lose Alec, Alec Singleton in the linebacking core, but you get Kazir White. And not to mention, I think they got the steal of the draft with Nakobe D. Once he's healthy, he's going to come in and he's going to make an impact on this defense. Dude, I, Kaiser White, the upgrade from Singleton to Kaiser White is, and like, Redick. is like you get a, you sit there and you have like some fake, like, fake bottle of coke that's not actually coke it's it's just it's just kind of existing it's just a linebacker that exists kaiser white is like getting the official coke bottle from your 50 cent bottle of coke in alex singleton alex singleton might do the job but it's not as premium i mean it's just not they they the the, the eagles the eagles certainly got better at linebacker and that is something that you and I really wanted them to do. They, they did that. They were aggressive in that pursuit. And with their defensive line being as good as it is, I, I think that has a chance to be really good for them. But I honestly believe what's holding me back from picking them first place is not their talent, but it has to do with everything with their coaching. And if Hertz can get to a top 10 level, if he gets to a top 10, top fringe, top 15 level quarterback and Nick Sirianni is a better coach than I believe he is because I'm not as high on him uh, as, as everybody else is, then I think the Philadelphia Eagles have a chance to win this division. Do you have any counters to that? No, I don't. I do think that they can win this division. They absolutely can. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it comes down to Jalen Hurts' play. He's going to make plays on his feet, but we need to see him make the throws. And he's got the – he's even if he's not an accurate quarterback, you have guys that are – 
quick. And you have a guy in AJ Brown that's got a catch radius that that's one of the best in the leagues. So yeah, sometimes it, you don't even have to put it on him. Yeah, it, <laughs> you just got to put it in the vicinity. And Dallas Goddard, he's he's the safety valve, right? Safety valve tight end that that's just solid, a solid tight end. Sometimes those are hard to come by, and they've they've had Ertz, and now they got Goddard. I still prefer Ertz, but Goddard's fine. So Bryce. On draft night, when you see the Philadelphia Eagles have agreed to terms in a trade to acquire A.J. Brown for the draft capital that it was, what did your mind do when you realized that a Colts killer left? Oh, I, la- I laughed and I rejoiced. I laughed and I rejoiced. And I also want to point out that I called this. I called A.J. Brown getting traded. Uh, I wrote about it. Uh, a lot of people told me that I was crazy. I had some people like that I know, like they came to me, they're like, wow. AJ Brown's not getting traded. I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, they'd be, they'd be kind of dumb not to, if they don't want to pay him. And they did. And they didn't take it. Yeah. They got a first round pick, but Isn't they chose enough? the wrong guy. They chose the wrong guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see if, if it all works out for them. Uh, Cause I think Philadelphia is trying to make a push uh, as they see an opening and, you know, they've got the talent. But, you know, I think there's some questions there. I have him second place. Bryce, do you have him second place or first place? Right now, I'm going to say first, first right place. now. Okay. Don't hold me to that. All right. I won't. Next up, we'll go to the AFC East. Uh, we'll go out to the team. We'll still keep sticking East Coast uh, with the New York side of things. And let's go to the uh, New York Jets. Uh, the New York Jets. Uh, they went out, they had, uh, in my opinion, a stellar draft. They yes. went out and got Garrett Wilson. They have Brees Hall. They have Jermaine Johnson. They have Jeremy Ruckert, uh, which I don't, I think that's a horrible pick, uh, but they went out. And Whatever, got bro. Don't even. No, 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 I don't, really do. Can I explain? Can I explain? I'm not doing it to piss you off. Can I explain? Sure. I just don't understand. It. I just don't understand picking a tight end in the third round when you decide to go and pay two veteran tight ends in free agents. Okay, that's fair. That's I just, fair. I just but, don't but understand. You, do you like Rucker like, as a player, though? I mean, I like him as a player, but I just don't see the use of. I just don't. See I the, agree. I I'm with you. I'm with that's all. Okay. Look, all right. when it comes to the Jets, two things come to mind. Everybody's sitting there, Bryce, and trying to tell me that Zach Wilson is going to become the Joe Burrow and lead Hello, the New York Jets to a unsuspected season. While okay. I do think Zach Wilson will improve. And I would think you would, you would agree with that as well mm. to put the pressure of him doing that is so much of a stretch considering the fact that I just think, you know, while this team does have a better roster than you would expect, I, I don't know if that's realistic to expect from Zach Wilson in year two to be able to create a jump that potentially pushes the Jets into the playoffs over the Patriots, over the Dolphins, or over the Bills. So what do you think of this offense? Start with the offense first. What do you like about what their offseason was uh, in terms of the draft, in terms of who they signed, things of that nature? Um, I really like I like Brees Hall a lot. Uh, he runs hard. He's just a hard-nosed running back. I think between him and Michael Carter, I think they got a nice little duo. No, I'm in on that duo. I am absolutely in on that. Um, And then Elijah Moore, who I think can be an absolute stud still. Um, I think he was underutilized. I think it was due to Zach Wilson's inexperience. Uh, 
Corey Davis, you can kind of miss me on. Um, no, and I then, like you know, you, Hey, you know, my boy, Garrett Wilson, you know, him, Caleb, you've watched him. You've watched him make some amazing catches. I think that's going to translate uh, to the league. I think he's going to be a legit receiver in the league. I would say Braxton Berrios is going to get some touches. Oh my gosh. You don't like Berrios? Are you kidding me? You don't like Berrios as in the slot? You don't like him in the slot? You don't like him in the slot? Oh my God. I think Braxton Berrios, I think Braxton Berrios is a fourth string wide receiver. And I don't think he is any more than that. I think he is. Uh, uh, like he's the next Hunter Renfro. Oh, he's the my, next Hunter oh, Renfro. How about God. that? How you like that? Yeah, you can oh, hold me to that one. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Lock it in! Lock it in! Lock it! I lock that in. Sure. Oh my gosh! Braxton Berrios is the next one. What are we doing? What are, what I'm are making you doing? a statement. I'm making a what statement. What? <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Why? <laughs> Because I just, I, I just think he, I think he's, he's solid, man. Uh, but I mean, it does come down to Zach Wilson, right? They put the off, they put the offensive line together. Fan, they got Tomlinson from from the Niners, McGovern, Vera Tucker, and Becton, which they're still undecided about Becton because I mean joke. they drafted, they drafted a Doga, right? Uh, or no, no, they didn't draft a Doga. Sorry, 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 sorry. No, no, they went with Wilson. Sorry. No, I'm thinking of another team. No, they should. They should. We, let's cut to the chase. They should not be skeptical on Beckton. No, they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. It's, that's an absolute joke. That's an absolute joke. They're mishandling that situation, in my opinion. But it does come down to Zach Wilson. I mean, it, it, is Zach Wilson the guy or not? I think this is the year that, that you really find out um, whether he can play in this league or not. You have you have talent on this team. You have an offensive line. Yeah, you got to make it happen now. Make Period. improvement. Improvement. Absolutely. Five hundred. Wow, that's high. That's high standards for you. I you look you got you can't you can't just so you're saying like eight and nine. Uh, yeah, I'm talking like wow. seven and ten. I'm talking seven like and ten. Seven and ten or eight and nine. I'm talking you got to be better than four or five. Wow. Minutes. Wow. You're a okay. poverty franchise. I'm tired of seeing four or five win seasons. You should be in positions. You should be in position to get a seven win or eight win season. Okay. You should. And you made the moves to do it. Exactly. I agree. I agree. They lost guys, but, but they replaced guys. I yeah. thought pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And the defense, let's look at the defense. Uh, uh, Carl Lawson. Uh, you know, obviously didn't play much this season, got hurt, unfortunately, but I think he's a real deal, Bryce. I yeah. think Quinn Williams is really good. Uh, I think uh, the addition of, of John Franklin, excuse me, John Franklin Myers gives them solid rotation help. Uh, Sheldon Rankins uh, is a solid rotation defensive lineman, as well as Solomon Thomas and Vinnie Curry. I think they, that actually could be really a strength for them. Uh, C.J. Mosley hasn't played football uh, in a really long time, just constantly injured. I really don't know what you can expect from him. Uh, so at this point, I'm questioning the linebackers of this team. I think they've got to be able to figure out whether Mosley can get back to what he was at Baltimore. More can he be a you know I don't think he'll be a top top level guy again, but 
can he give us, you know, above average, you know, production if you're a Jets fan. Uh, and I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous how much pressure they're putting on Sauce Gardner this season. Uh, you I literally, agree. You, you literally have, you literally have no depth. Uh, I like what DJ, I like DJ Reed actually. And I, do too. I, I think he's a good corner, but then outside of that, you are desperate. You have Justin Hardy, Isaiah Dunn, uh, Elijah, Elijah Riley in the secondary, uh, Javen White in the secondary, uh, Brandon Eccles in the secondary. You're, you're desperate for depth. And when I when I look at the Jets, you know, they actually do have some sneaky safety depth because they did. Sign I agree. My head. They did sign LaMarcus Joyner. And, you know, maybe Ashton Davis uh, could help and, and move, maybe switch positions a little bit. Uh, I, I think I think the Jets need to figure out their corner situation, because while I do think Sauce Gardner is really good, uh, I just think they're throwing him into the fire at this point. Yeah, but I think he's I think he might be ready for the call. I mean, and Bryce Hall is a solid corner um, for some depth there to help. But that's why you draft him. That's why you draft him that high. You know, they expect you to play at a high level. I guess I, I, I that's what you I agree. Expect. I agree. But you can't. But this is a this is actually a really good defense. <laughs> Look at the name. I, I like it. I like it. You have to so like at this point, like you're if you're gonna put your eggs in the basket on this defense, which if you follow the money, they are putting eggs in the basket on this defense. Absolutely. Then you then I guess to immediately rely upon a rookie in a division where you have to face Stephon Diggs, in a division where you have to face Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. I just don't like the fact that it is it just feels like Sauce Gardner can't really afford to be a rookie and have the ups and downs of a rookie season. And that's that's my issue. And and the other thing I, I worry about with the Jets is is a couple things. You know, I, you know, Quentin Williams, really good defensive tackle, but I don't think Quentin Williams has been exactly what they would hope for. I think no. he's got to put himself in position to be a Pro Bowl level defensive tackle this season. He's got to take a gigantic step if they want to become the Bengals of this season. It, and and to me, you know, I, I'm Salah. Salah's a good defensive coach, and he had horrible yeah. personnel last year. Robert Salah should be getting this team in position to be, I believe, around top twenty maybe top 15 this season. I'd like to see a significant, I'd, I'd like to see significant improvements, especially for teams healthy. You have, good, you, you have a decent starting lineup. Uh, so if you, if you guys can mostly stay healthy and maybe Jermaine Johnson, uh, it turns out to be a stud uh, sleeper, which I believe will be, but if, if he is, yeah, then, I think then, then the jets might have something good on their hands, but you know, Zach Wilson, he's under pressure. There's no question about it. Absolutely. And if, if he is, if he does not play better, if Zach Wilson does not play better, like you said, they're going to go out and get another quarterback and do more Jets things at that position. Next up, uh, the New England Patriots. Uh, the New England Patriots, who I'm so low on, it's not even funny. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just so low on this team. I'm, I'm low. I, I just, I, I think Bill Belichick is one of the greatest coaches of all time. Oh, man. I think he is one of the greatest coaches of all time, but I just don't understand at all what he's doing right now. I just don't get it. This is, this is a team. And Mac Jones, not top 10 quarterback. I mean, let's just get that out of the way. He's not a top 10 quarterback. Not even close. He's, he, your, your offensive line, you went out, you got freaking cold strange at right guard. That you could have gotten the third round. You went out and your receiver position, you spent all this money for, you spent all this money to fix it. You didn't spend all this money for your tight end position, but you didn't even use your tight ends. You, you, in my opinion, you're, I mean, I, I need to see Tyquan Thornton in all seriousness. Tyquan Thornton might have to be the best receiver on this team. 
because that you, you I just I think you know oh, don't Devontae disrespect Devontae Parker. I think you know what he is, though. I think he's a fine receiver. I don't think he's anything great. I think, you know, I, my joke with Agalore is I call him Agahu. Agahu. You don't know where he is. Agahu. And and you have you have in Keel Harry, who at this point has become, uh, as you could argue, a bust. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, I like him as a role player. I don't like a significant use of him. And I don't really know if Jacoby Myers can sustain you know, he was supposed to be a sleeper coming into last season, but I don't really think he did that the way they expected. Um, it's going to be a run heavy team. I think the division got better and I don't think you can just get away with having the best coach in your division. I don't think you can just get away with that. Bill Belichick's the best coach in this division, but I really think the decisions to let go of players like JC Jackson to really, in my opinion, have a pathetic defensive line. Uh, I just, I just don't get this team, Bryce. I mean, I'm not, and I'm not trying to bad. I'm, I'm not trying to like sit here and just like criticize because I, the but the Patriots have a standard to them. They have a standard to them, which you know, set by Brady and Belichick, which is they they're not satisfied with anything less than winning Super Bowls. And we're sitting here with guys that you know, high draft picks. You know, I can Josh Ushay become a nice piece? Can Lawrence Guy give you something at defensive tackle? Can it, it just seems like a lot of questions here? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's lots of questions. I mean, let's think about it. You trade Super Bowl winning pieces, right? I'm not saying they're your best players, but they're pieces that win you a Super Bowl. Shaq Mason, you trade him. Yeah, well, uh, Kyle Van Noy, you let him walk. JC Jackson, you let him walk. Uh, uh, you let Ted Karras walk to the Bengals, right? I mean, it's, it's things horrible. like that. Horrible. You know, that, that you do. And yeah, the offense does not look good right now. So the, the, the rumor out there is that Matt Patricia is, is going to be the play caller. Okay. I, mean, I just, job, Mike. I looked him up. I looked oh. him up to see what kind of offensive experience he has. Okay. When he was at Syracuse from 01 to 03, he was an offensive graduate assistant. In 2004, he was an offensive assistant with the Patriots. And then in 05, he was the assistant offensive line coach. That's the extent of his offensive experience. This, this, is, this is a recipe for disaster because Mac Jones is not a franchise quarterback. Damian Harris is a stud. The wide receiving core is broken. Um, I, it really is broken. The the offensive line is fine, but again, you draft Cole Strange in the first round, who you could have gotten in the third round. You draft him right off the bat, which why? is an absolute joke. And why? I, I don't know. I mean, the defense is going to be good, right? Don't get me wrong. It's, the defense is going to be good. Period. Yeah, I just I don't I don't understand. Not, I don't. I, I think it's. I think it's honestly. I think it's a joke. I think. I think their second. Their secondary. Their secondary took a significant hit. It took a significant hit with letting go of J.C. Jackson. You are banking on Malcolm Butler and Jalen Mills on the outside guarding Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs. You know how I feel about Tyreek Hill, but you can't just have some average corner on this team. Bill Belichick, no. Bill Belichick is not at a point in his career where he can wait 20-something odd years. Bill Belichick no. probably has max five years. If Bill Belichick does not, Bill Belichick probably has a max of my hand. And if he does not get to a 
legitimate spot in the postseason, win games. I don't see the point of having, I honestly don't see the point of having him on your staff. I don't see the point of him being your head coach with the current roster construction. You're not a Super Bowl winning team. You're not. This was probably my least favorite offseason because I just don't understand the logic of having a great elite coach, but then not taking advantage of that and maximizing the roster. They didn't maximize it. They traded away top and talent. Shaq Mason with Tampa Bay is going to be a pro bowler. He's going to be a pro bowler. J.C. Jackson could be a pro bowler. J.C. Jackson could be defensive player of the year. And he's that good. And you just don't pay him. refuse to pay him. Yeah. It blows my mind. This this offseason blows my mind. And the fact that they still have Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith combined with the contracts that they got from last season after the both of them were so limited in their offensive production is an absolute disgrace. One of the two of them have to be better for them. Have to be. The financials are too important to just ignore between those two guys. One of them has to be significantly better. I'm talking so much better. I'm talking 600, 700, 800 receiving yards. Half much better. Much better. But the Patriots make me sick. They make me sick. Their offseason makes me sick. I think, honestly, I think they're going to be the third best team in their division. And if you told me they were last, I don't even think you're crazy. I'm so no. low on the Patriots because I like what these other two teams did. I like what Miami did, and I like what the Bills did. I think Miami's going to take a significant jump. I think they fixed exactly everything that I would have wanted. And I, and I, you know, Bryce, they, they went out, they, they paid for Armstead. They said, we need to develop to a tag of Viola. We cannot sit here and just let him get bullied. We have, you know, we, we want to get some boost at receiver. What do we do? We move on from Will Fuller. We move on from Pruvik Ice and we get a stud in Tyree Kill and we sign Cedric Wilson to be our third receiver. That trio is really freaking good. They have a deep running back room and in my opinion, Bryce, and honestly improving offensive line. I don't hate their offensive line. Teron Armstead and Eichenberg give you solid tackles. Connor Williams is not the end of the world. He's a fringe starter. I I don't hate this Miami offense. And I think if Tua doesn't succeed, he's gone. But I I really believe he will. I think this team will finish nine and eight. I like him at nine and eight. I like him over 500. I like him second in the division. I, I, I think this team is taking the right steps. Uh, I am so low on Tua Tungavailoa, dude. I am so low. And what's going to be annoying is we're still not going to see if Tua is an actual legit quarterback because he's going to he's going to throw these little bubble screens to Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle the whole time and throw these little in and out routes, five, ten yards. That's all it's going to be. Miss me, please, on this. Okay, I just I can't buy it. Yeah, they've built quite the roster, the offensive roster, but. You can miss me on Tua, please. That's why they signed Teddy Bridgewater as insurance. If Tua sucks, but Teddy is going to be in immediately. He can't, and he can be good enough. He, that's, that's my, I'm not even like terribly relying on Tua when I make this prediction of Miami being second best team in their division. I'm, I think Teddy Bridgewater is a good enough quarterback to where he could potentially lead them to second place in the division. Because I like McDaniel. I think if he, I think he, he's got a chance to really give the Miami Dolphins some fun creativity if he can bring some of that stuff over from San Francisco. I, Maybe. So I, I like this offense. I don't know. Do you, think, do you think McDaniel's too cute? 
Well, I, I think I think he I think that was a combination of him and Shanahan. What he will have to be more on the cute side this season, because as you and I both have talked about, we aren't necessarily huge on Tagovailoa. But if you're going to maximize him, you have to do a lot of things from a scheme perspective that's awfully creative. Mm-hmm. And I think he will do that. How will it look? I'm not sure. But that that I do think he will be a very cute coordinator this year. And I'm not trying to say that with bad connotation. I'm saying I think he's going to have to make some designs that are like, wow, this is different. Wow, I've never seen this before. And mm-hmm. it might look ugly for the first three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. It, just, it very well might. Interesting. Very well might. Uh, and, and real quick, Bryce, I, you know, what, what were your thoughts on, you know, we, we haven't talked about this division yet, uh, but Tyreek Hill, he leaves the Chiefs and he goes to the Dolphins and he requests a trade and has talked and praised about what Tua Tagovailoa has brought. What else is he supposed to do? What do you think? Do you, if you were the Chiefs, would you have let him go? I mean, based on the money, right? I feel like they, they're kind of on, we've been on the same wavelength with Tyreek Hill, right? We don't feel like it's all skill. Like it's a lot of speed and just slipperiness. Um, which only gets you so far. I think he's actually Tyreek Hill is going to have to work in Miami, right? He's going to have to really focus on the routes. You're not going to get a lot of ad living where you can just break free from the safeties yeah. in the corners because right. right. two is more of a pocket quarterback. Um, I feel like he kind of panics when he gets outside the pocket. Uh, he's not as calm as Patrick Mahomes. I think we're going to see a decrease in Tyree kill uh, stats this year. Um, I think it is totally unwise by Tyree Kill to do that, man. I, I, I'd say, yeah, get paid, but dude, I don't think you're worth like Devontae Adams' money. I just don't. I just mm-hmm. don't. I don't blame you. Um, I think he has a lot to, you know, a lot to answer this season. And if he does, they're going to be really, really good. They're going to be better than I even projected. But who knows? Uh, we'll see. Do you have them second, third? Where do you have Miami? <laughs> Yeah, second, just by default, because the other two teams suck more. There you go. All right, and then the defense. Um, <laughs> Bryce, you know how much I love this defense. Yeah. I feel like I had a great read on this defense. Uh, mm-hmm. I kept I kept saying I wasn't concerned the first half of the season because I thought they had good personnel, and I thought they had a really good chemistry, and I think Brian, Byron Flores was a real deal. Well, I'm really disappointed with the defense. <laughs> Because they kept everybody, but where do they get better? Yeah. Like, just because you keep everybody doesn't automatically mean you're better. I mean, right. like, I just, I was, dis- I was really sad because I like, I, I think that I'm really sad because I just thought they had a chance. I thought they could have been really good. Mm. The only thing that Matt, only thing I kind of liked is maybe they're, maybe they're trying to take a shot with can Ingram be a defensive end for them? You know, is it just a low risk high it's a, reward? It, it's a, yeah, it's a cheap deal. I know it's it's a cheap deal. And can Phillips, which I like, could Phillips uh, yeah, become like Phillips. a defensive end? If he becomes a defensive end and takes the second it takes the boost, then their pass rush gets more much more athletic and faster. 
And I, I think that if they were able to get some production from the pass rush, then they're set. Cause this is arguably the most underrated linebacking group in the league. It's just an underrated linebacker group. Like Jerome Baker's always been a player. I have loved. He's one of my favorite That's defensive right, players in the league. Yeah, I think he's really good. I like what Andrew Van Dingo gave them. I think he's been really, I think he's a nice solid piece. Nothing more, nothing less. I don't hate Ellen and Roberts. I think they're, they're a team that has decent linebackers. And, you know, when you have Emmanuel Ogba, who I just think is an absolute beast, you you have this is this is a very solid defense. But like, I guess, Bryce, do you, would, would you agree that you wish that they could have done just a little more or tweaked a little more to get a little better in some spots? Because it's good to keep everybody. But I, just, I think it's always good to add some pieces. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, but they put all the, the eggs in the, in the offensive baskets this year. Um, I understand why, but yeah, I mean, you kind of, you kind of hope that, you know, if your offense isn't doing what they're supposed to be doing, you kind of want your defense to bail you out. And I think you got to always keep improving on defense. And I mean, I, their, their defense is fine. Their, their defense is fine. I mean, it, but yeah, I mean, you hope they get better, but I'm not upset with it. I'm not upset with it. I just wish they tweaked it. Like I said, I think this is a very good defense. It has a chance to be great defense. And I think that if they hit the right pieces, they would have been. But yeah. um, and maybe that comes from internal development. But I, I really like this Miami defense for probably ever since we've done this pod, because I just think they have everything you want. Great secondary, fast, versatile linebacking pieces. Uh, I just we'll see whether they can take that jump. But I, I really like him in second place. Uh, I think FanDuel has him at like eight and a half wins. You basically have to have him go nine and eight. Uh, I pretty much have that as a lock. Next up, uh, we got the Buffalo Bills, uh, a team that. Uh, you know, look, they're, they're trying to reload, Bryce. I mean, there's no question about it. They went out and they, they made some insane moves. <laughs> you go out, let's start with the offensive line. The offensive line, they sit there, they get Mitch Morse, and they get Roger Saffold from the Titans. Somehow, and some stupid reason, the Tennessee Titans thought it was good to let him go. Buffalo said, okay, fine. Schmucks. Mitch Morse, really good, solid center. Let him go. You got you got you got him in town. You got Saffold, Deion Dawkins. Your offensive line's fine. You went out and you up you you really created some competition at tight end, and you got OJ Howard to just give you another option. And I really like like Gabriel Davis has a chance to have a much bigger season this year. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I honestly love the fact that they went out and got Crowder. And yeah, I think too. it still opens up a spot for McKenzie to have a bigger role. And I like him a lot. And I think he deserves more of an opportunity. James Cook, uh, I think a player that a lot of people believe could potentially move into the starters oh, man, role. I, like yeah. uh, I think, what do you think of what the Bills did this offseason? I mean, they lost some pieces, Emmanuel Sanders, stuff like that. But mm. do you think that they are a better offense than they were last season, or at least from a depth and roster standpoint? Yeah, I think they're going for it. You know, I think they're going for it. You know, Gabe Davis had the four touchdown game in the playoffs. Uh, so he saw the glimpses. Crowder's a good vet to bring in that that can give you just, you know, just some trusted hands when, when need be, you know, on a third down or something like that. Um, I don't get the O.J. Howard thing because I think Dawson Knox is good. Honestly, do. Yeah, I really I do. do. Uh, yeah, 
I, I, I just, really, really do. I like the depth, though. Yeah. You know? And uh, just cut Singletary at this point. He sucks. He sucks. I don't, Go with James Cook. Bad. No, Go on. with James Cook come because on. he's good out of the backfield no, and he runs hard. And I like Zach Moss better. Singletary sucks. <laughs> Singletary just, is at best. A, he's probably a backup or a third stringer. I, I disagree. Cut Duke Johnson. Fine. Whatever. Cut, cut Singletary not- too. Save yourself a lot of money. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll respectfully disagree. But then you look at the, the defense. Oh, my um, Lord. And, uh, folks, uh, <laughs> uh, best defense in the league. <laughs> they, they right, slow down, and, slow down, and, and, slow down. Got out. They went out and got Von Miller. They went out and got Kyrie Eldam. They went out and basically just. Are we not going to talk about how they overpaid for Von Miller massively? And that could hurt them later. Won't matter if you win a Super Bowl. But if they don't, sure. But I mean, at this that's point, that's a really like, bad. Con- that's a really bad contract. I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying it's not the. It's. I'm not saying it's the greatest from that standpoint. But I. I don't think that you're going to care about it if he can give you a great season. Which if Von Miller can get, I think he can do that. And he can give you a really good season. He can give you, I think I think he can give you a really good season. What What are your thoughts on the defense and the fact that the Bills went out, got some secondary help, uh, and just started to kind of, you know, fit the pieces a little better here? Yeah, I mean, the defense is solid. I think Rousseau, uh, last year's pick for them, I think is going to be solid. Ed Oliver is good in the middle. Shaq Lawson's a stud, of course. Milano, Edmonds, and Miller uh, as linebackers. My Lord. Probably one of the best That's linebacking really cores in the league. Yeah. And then Tredavious White, one of the best corners in the league. And then Poyer Hyde, that is the best safety duo in the league. That's no doubt duo. about it. No <laughs> doubt about it. They they are the equalizer. They, so they erase. Good. They clean up. Everything you need them to do, they do for you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the defense is good. Like, this is a good roster. This is a good roster right here. And they're they're gonna they're gonna make some noise. They they could probably just win the AFC outright, but they gotta finish. They gotta finish. It's Super Bowl or bust. I think so. If you pay Von Miller, who's that old, and you pay him that much money, yeah, it's Super Bowl or bust. Super Bowl or bust. Absolutely. Upper New, uh, you know, Buffalo, New York. You're begging for that trophy. You're begging for Josh Allen to be an MVP. And taking you to the promised land. That's right. Not saying he can't do it, but that's what that's what should be the expectations. I got him as first place. I might have him as my favorite in the AFC. Uh, yeah. But you know, we'll we'll figure that out more as stuff develops, training camp develops, and we really hit the previews. But uh, Bryce, it was uh, it was good to be able to do this with you. Uh, next week, we'll we'll talk the finals. Uh, we'll talk, uh, you know the NFC we'll talk the, you know, to NFC West, which we haven't talked about, uh, you know, it's going to be fun to kind of look and dive into, okay, what are these teams going to do? How are they going to attack? You know, there's some change in and out. Russell Wilson was not no longer uh, in the NFC, you know, in the NFC with, you know, West, he is now in the AFC West and there's just, there's, there's a lot of change. Guys are getting frustrated. So um, plain discuss and price. Once again, thank you for coming on. Thank you.